Howdy, howdy. Welcome to Roman Through Romans. We're on episode 18. If you're just joining us now and you haven't listened to the first 18, you might be a little confused, but you should be fine. Go back and listen to them later if you like this one. If you don't, I apologize. Give me another chance. Please give me another chance. Anyway, we are on um, Romans chapter one in our verse by verse Rome through the book of Romans. And last time we uh, did verses 18 through 20 or thereabout. So we're going to kind of pick up in verse 20 and uh, go a few verses down and we'll talk about it. All right. So it says this, for since the creation of the world, his, that's God, God's invisible attributes are clearly seen being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Because although they knew God, they did not glorify him as God, nor were thankful, but became futile in their thoughts and their foolish hearts were darkened. Professing to be wise, they became fools and changed the glory of the incorruptible God into an image made like corruptible man and birds and four-footed animals and creeping things. So there's there's more to that, but uh, I want to kind of stop at that point because what he's been talking about is that uh, Paul Paul's ba- basically laying out this basic point, and I'm going to give you a little spoiler, and that is that Paul's laying out that all have sinned, that everybody is everybody has the same problem. Everybody is a sinner. Everybody has this problem. And some people, uh, well, everybody's without excuse. That's his other point, because he's saying that, that inherently we know that there's a God that the creation testifies that there is a God, but, but people don't like that, that there's a God because God has a higher standard than they do. They know that if there is a God that we are, uh, that we are, um, the creation and we are then there's some level of responsibility to live according to his rules or his ways. And uh, men and women in general don't like that. So he says, because although they knew God, they knew that there was a God, they did not glorify him as God, nor were they thankful, but became futile in their thoughts and their foolish hearts were darkened. And so they didn't glorify him as God. They didn't give him that credit they didn't give him that honor that he was due. They weren't thankful. Um, a lack of thankfulness is a um, is a symptom of pride. When you are not thankful, you are saying basically, "I deserve this. I'm owed this." And uh, if you understand that you are a sinner, then you should understand that you're not owed anything, and that you should spend a whole lot of time being thankful. And and so, two things that are common. Um, symptoms of pride. And, and again, I should back up here in case you're new to the Bible. Uh, pride is not a good term in the Bible. The word pride in our modern uh, our mo- modern vernacular kind of means, um, it, it can mean a few things. Like if I'm proud of my kids, it means, oh, I'm, I'm blessed by them. I'm, you know, I mean, it's, it makes me happy to see my kids doing well. But the idea of pride in the Bible is talking about being puffed up, inflated, having an un- um, in, inaccurate and inflated view of yourself. And so if I'm not thankful, it's because I'm puffed up. I'm believing that I am due what, uh, what God has blessed me with. Another, another sign of pride is prayerlessness. When I don't pray, um, I'm saying, God, I know what's best. I know the best way. I'm not seeking his direction. I'm not seeking him. I'm, I'm inflated and that's always a problem. So he says, because they did not Uh, They knew God, they did not glorify him as God, nor were they thankful, and they became futile in their thoughts, 
and their foolish hearts were darkened. And so he starts talking about how this this pursuing or this denying of God, they, they know that there's a God and yet they they stuff it down, cover it up. Um, and this is the thing that that we need to understand is that God gives us our way. If we want to say no to him and we continue to, he'll let you. And, and this is a scary thing. If you continue to say no to God long enough, he'll let you. God is not going to make you serve him. He's not going to make you love him. He's not going to make you spend eternity with him. And God will give you your way. And that that's a frightening thing to me because, man, I've wanted some dumb stuff over the years. And so he says that they were futile in their thoughts and their foolish hearts were darkened. You know, the, that the more we embrace sin, the more we, the more we do it, um, the more it uh, darkens, you know, that we just get darker. Um, and he says this, verse 22, professing to be wise, they became fools. And this is one of those things, again, that I think we see it in, in our modern day, that those people that are intellectual and hold themselves up and are maybe held up as these great intellectuals are often the ones who are saying that they're atheistic because they're not, uh, I should actually back up to fifth grade. In fifth grade, I took a mythology. Um, we had, well, we taught, learned mythology in our class. And one of the things our teacher taught us was that mythology was man's stories that were men made to explain the things around them that they didn't understand. Mythology was man's way of explaining the world around him and the things he didn't understand. And that is a kind of a basic definition that a lot of people apply to everything, that they look at the Bible or they talk about Christianity and they write it off as mythology. Oh, you don't understand. You just, you are scared of death. You don't understand these things. And so you need a religious crutch. It's there to fill in your blanks. And they held themselves up as intellectually superior. And, and this is one of those things that to me, I kind of chuckle at because I know that the Bible says, you know, the fool has said in his heart, there is no God. And yet the fool who's saying there is no God is looking at those who say there is and saying, those are fools who say there is a God. So it's kind of the two sides calling each other fools back and forth. And so... He says, he ch they changed the glory of the incorruptible God into an image made like corruptible man and birds and four-footed animals and creeping things. And so I think the surface here is he's talking about idolatry, right? They're, rather than worshiping an invisible God, they worship something that they can relate to. The strength of the cow or, or the, the, the eagle who flies through the sky or, or the, the gentleness of the lamb or, you know, whatever else. Their six-armed, six 12 breasted fertility goddess. Um, whatever it is, they, they create these gods in these, the images of these other things. But I think there's even larger than creating like the idea of statues is the more dangerous idea of creating your own God. And that is having not a God whose image you're created in. That was an awkward way of putting it. Um, Cause the Bible says we're created in the image of God, but rather creating a God in your image and all kinds of people do this. You may have done this. I know I've done this in my life where my ideas or my thoughts about God were not from the Bible. They were from just my ideas. Um, years ago, I went and saw uh, the movie Ghost when I was in college with one of my friends. And when we were driving out, she said to me, I think that's how it is. And I said, you think that's how what is? And she said, I, th I think that's how it is. 
because in the movie at the end, the bad guys are like carried off into the shadows and the good guys taken up into the light. And she said, I think that's how it is. When you die, I think if you're bad, you're taken down to the shadows. And if you're good, you go up into the light. And I remember saying to her like, well, that's great that you think that, but that doesn't mean anything. It doesn't make it true just because you like it. Um, but that's what people do. People do this all the time. People, uh, I remember talking with a pastor one time and he was telling me about why he was a member of a certain denomination, a denomination that did not believe in the biblical doctrine of hell. Um, they rejected that idea. And he said, I'm part of the church because I liked their doctrine of hell. Well, I don't pick my doctrine on what I like. It's what, what does the Bible teach? What's, 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 what's true. If the Bible is true, what's the clear teaching of the scripture? Why? Well, if I don't know, I keep studying it and keep digging until I find it. I don't pick my favorite and then go, well, I'm going to interpret it according to my favorite. That's creating a God in my image. And that's a dangerous thing. When we start to pick and choose, well, I think this is right. And I think people should be allowed to. And I think, I think, I think that's a dangerous thing because we start making God into our own image. And as we go on to this next part, we're going to see that he says in verse 24, what God did in, in response to men saying, God is this, God is what I think. I want God to be, I want God to be this, or I want God to be that. Um, and that's a dangerous thing. Um, there are people that say, well, I don't like that part of the Bible. I don't believe that part of the Bible. I believe this part. Well, there's people that say, I don't believe this part because I studied the ancient documents and I find that this one section's in question. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the people that say, I don't like that this Bible, the part of the Bible teaches about this topic. And so I don't think, I, I reject that part. Well, now it's no longer God's word. It's your word because you have picked and chosen what parts you like and what parts you don't like. And now it's no longer you serving the God of the Bible. It's the God of your Bible, not his. So, Something to consider. Next time we'll talk about the therefore, which is always a tricky spot to start, but we'll hit it anyway. Talk to you next time.